Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Coco's Cup. I'm your host, Coco Hontis, and I'm so glad that you're here. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about embracing change and how we can evolve with the seasons. Fall is representative of a harvest, culmination of efforts, and overall just reaping what you sow. Fall is also where the temperature typically drops and the leaves start to fall from the trees. For me personally, I've always struggled in colder weather because the days are shorter, people want to stay home, and I haven't always found a home inside my home, so I like to be out. I like to be outside. I'm sorry. But more recently, I've been trying to be more mindful and more appreciative of the seasons and what they have to offer. Because although fall reminds us of impermanence, it also reminds us to cherish the present. It reminds us of comfort, relaxation, and the cycle of renewal. In trying to be more positive and have a better outlook on fall, it begged the question for me of, how can we nurture our physical and emotional well-being through seasonal changes? Some of the things that I came up with, and I don't follow all of them, so please do not come for me, but seasonal clothing. It's so important to dress appropriately, whether that means layering or wearing a parka, whatever the, whatever the case. I personally like to dress like it's summer year-round, and I suffer through getting a cold or getting sick, but I don't know. I'll take it. I also find that embracing seasonal hobbies can make the season more fun and more exciting. When I was younger, I used to enjoy the season so much more because there was activities that were kind of keeping me through and making me look forward to them. Life was also just so much more simpler back then, but I really got the chance to appreciate it at the time that I did, and that's something that I'm trying to implement now. And one of those things was making hot cocoa in class and watching holiday movies. We used to trace our hand to make little turkeys for Thanksgiving. With that being said, I'm trying to get back into ice skating because I feel like that's so perfect for fall and winter to come. It's something that I was doing when I was growing up. Every winter, I was taking ice skating classes. I truly don't know why I stopped, but it was something that I really enjoyed and found a lot of passion in, so hopefully that passion is still there and I can get into it soon. Self-care is also something that's really important to me, and that looks different from person to person depending on their needs and what they like. For me, getting my nails done, getting pedicures, manicures, that's my self-care. I've also been trying to make it a habit of incorporating colder weather clothing, so things like gloves or leg warmers have been really cute to me, and I also really appreciate a hot drink on a cold day. Fall is a really great time because as we're nearing the end of the year, it's time for some self-reflection. We can look back on the year and think about the accomplishments, think about the changes we've underwent, and all the growth, too. Embracing change includes all of the new opportunities that are presented before us. It increases our resilience. It includes the personal growth and development that we've made. Change isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's necessary. So I wanted to go ahead and share some of the current challenges and changes that I've been facing. By the time this episode comes out, I've already started combing out my locks. On October 23rd, it'll make two years of me having my locks. My locks have been a celebration of my natural beauty and an affirmation of my self-acceptance. My locks tell a story of strength, patience, and self-love. I've always struggled with my natural hair and even used my hair as forms of self-expression. Each person's journey with their locks is so intimate and so personal, and I couldn't even begin to tell the story of how I felt, and what's happened during my lock journey. I've been through heartbreak, I've met new people, I've gotten new jobs, new opportunities, I've done better for myself, and my locks have grown right beside me. 
I also wanted to touch on the topic of friendships on two parts. I've made a lot of new friendships which I've thoroughly enjoyed and I love every single one of them, but there also comes to friendships that have an end. My best friend recently ended our friendship and yes, it's been emotionally challenging, but I've been trying to allow myself time to grieve in whatever way that means to me. It's also posed an opportunity for me to try to lean on support systems and to practice forgiveness with myself, meaning I'm trying to find peace with myself and be okay with this change. Sometimes we're not okay with the decisions that happen, but sometimes we just have to make peace with that change. I'm two months short of my last semester in college, which is really exciting but also kind of frightening to me. I've been going to school continuously for 16 years, and by the time I graduate, it'll be 17, so I think it's really nerve-wracking to think that I'm going to have to navigate the quote-unquote real world without thinking about my assignment or what my teacher's going to say or thinking about an email. And I definitely do want to pursue higher education in my master's program, but with the way that life's been going, I think I kind of want to keep it on hold because something that I tend to do and something that's not a good trait of mine is just consistently living in chaotic environments. Just pushing myself to do more and not allowing myself time to get a break, to get a breath. So I think for the first time, I want to let this play by ear. The last change that I wanted to share is I'm in love, guys. I'm in love. I didn't think that I had the capacity to love a person this much at all, but I've been proven wrong before. There's a lot of common fears when it comes to embracing change, and that includes the fear of the unknown, potential risks, uncertainties, and uncomfortability. Change is one of those things that is definitely uncomfortable, but that is inevitable. When you're comfortable in a spot and you kind of know how things work, how things are going to go, why would we want it to change? Just for us to not know how it's going to go. I find that it's still really important to take those risks, especially when risks can offer opportunities just as easily. And because of this fear, it creates a resistance to change, and that's due to the lack of confidence and the ability to adapt. I am a very anxious individual, I can't lie. I like to know things to the very minuscule detail. If there is a change in plans, I've already freaked out yesterday, the day before that. In going through changes, it's really important to have a strong network, a social circle, people that you trust, that are reliable, accountable, trustworthy, all of the above. With change and personal development, it can cause an identity shift, which in other words is just a shift in your identity or self-concept, which is okay. We are people, we are designed to change, grow, and develop into better individuals. With acknowledging and working through your obstacles, it's really important to give yourself grace. This will lead to greater capacities to adapt to future changes. It's vital that you accept the inevitability of change because it is a fundamental part of life and is something that you're going to go through. In doing so, be sure to set realistic expectations and focus on what you can control. Celebrate even the smallest of wins because, hey, a win is a win. <laughs> be kind to yourself. Keep a visualization of success to stay motivated and focused on your goals. And please stay mindful and present through change. Setbacks are normal, and it is all a part of self-development. I wanted to give the example of my favorite animated film, because I'm going to give 
I'm gonna talk about it every chance I get. Avatar The Last Airbender. Are you ready? Aang is the main character, right? If you haven't seen it, go watch it right now, please. I am begging you. Aang, the last airbender, and the avatar, okay, embraces his role to bring balance to the world. The themes of the show are destiny, change, and personal responsibility. I connect with a lot of the characters on the show, if not all, but I'll make the connection to Aang because as young as he is, he's faced with a bunch of responsibility and he's just kind of expected to act on it. He's very, very tough on himself, very hardworking, and very amiable, and he's met with a lot of changes and setbacks in his life, and yet he still maintains a very positive attitude. I really do look up to him, and I feel like just the characters in the show, the whole show, chef's kiss, chef's kiss, it was orchestrated so beautifully, and if you still have not watched it, please. On the season of change, I'm adding a new segment in which I'm going to be reading some posts that are submitted to me via my link tree in the Google Forms, and I'm going to go ahead and briefly talk about the submission, give some comments, and we'll wrap up. About a year ago, me and my friend Stacy had an argument which led us to like breaking apart our friendship. She accused me of following her burner social media account, which was untrue. We also had a shared friend named Emma. Me and Emma continued being friends while I and Stacy weren't talking. I was incredibly close with Emma literally since childhood. In February, I noticed that she was slowly ghosting me and I figured it was because she was friends with Stacy who told her something about me. And after I texted her about it, she ignored me and we ended up not being friends, which was unfortunate. It hurt me a lot because I thought we would stay friends. Fast forward to now, I've lost all my friends due to, dang, due to Stacy's doings. I've watched them ghost me one by one and I don't really know what to do. Should I get back at her? Should I just move on with my life? I feel like I can't be friends with anyone because somehow they all know her and therefore automatically dislike me. First and foremost, Stacy gotta go. If somebody's deciding that they don't want to be friends with you just merely by association and discourse that's talked about between the two, she gotta go too. Touching base on the reason that you guys had the argument based on you, like, quote-unquote following her burner account i really don't see why the problem is why does she even have a burner account was she afraid that you were gonna rat her out like there's so many details that i'm just confused about if they are so quick to accuse you of things that you didn't do and deciding to break off the friendship over such a small argument i don't feel like they were true friends to begin with and i don't feel like they're worth your friendship at all I believe that you deserve to have friends that are loving, kind, receptive, and honest. And I don't believe that Stacy or Emma showed any of those traits whatsoever. I can sympathize with you for losing a friendship, and I understand that it's very hurtful and very confusing, especially when there's no closure. Sometimes finding that closure just lies within yourself. Friendships are definitely a tricky area because when you have a strong platonic friendship, with a person, it can be so life-changing and so fulfilling. Sisterhood is so important, but somebody that's not wanting to stand behind you or stand beside you is not worth your time or your energy or your friendship. I hope that you can give yourself grace in finding friendships that are deserving and open to you, and I hope that you can be kind to yourself during this time because I, I understand and recognize that it is hard. Change is really difficult to navigate because there's no security or stability within it. Losing friendships, losing loved ones, losing your boyfriend or girlfriend, 
is really hard and there's no rule book, no step-by-step of how to navigate and what to do. It is really important to forgive yourself, to give yourself grace, and to be kind to yourself during this time, during the season of change. Nothing is truly guaranteed and I can understand that the weight of uncertainty can feel really heavy, but at the same time, the weight of opportunity is endless. One loss can bring you that much closer to your win. And all of the setbacks, minor or major, bring you that much closer to the things that are meant for you and the things that you're worth. I hope that all of you can find yourself in loving relationships and friendships alike and that you can surround yourself with people that love and care about you endlessly and unconditionally. This is unfortunately going to wrap up this week's episode. I appreciate you so much for listening and sticking through the end. I love you guys endlessly, and I hope that you have a happy and healing weekend. As always, I wanted to share some gratitude, and today it's going to be two people, super funny, they have the same name. Brie with the Y and Brie with the I. These are some of my newest friendships, and I adore them so wholeheartedly. They are such amazing individuals and such loving and caring girls. Girls, girls, may specify. I couldn't begin to express how lovely and how refreshing it feels to have such supportive friends. Friends truly do mean so much to me and they hold such a special place in my heart. So I love you so much, Brie, and I love you very much, Brie. You guys mean the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful for you. Be sure to show some gratitude to someone this week and as always, I love you and I'll catch you in my next episode. Mwah.